Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Support for this podcast and the following message come from TD Ameritrade. You have an investing style. TD Ameritrade has a mobile app to match it. Check out TD Ameritrade Mobile and Thinkorswim Mobile to find the one that's right for you. Member SIPC. Elections globally are under threat. Here's how to protect them. A new report calls for safeguards to reduce the dangers posed by misinformation, online extremism, and social media manipulation. By Paris Martino. A new report offers one of the most comprehensive overviews of the challenges to global election integrity posed by the onslaught of misinformation, online extremism, and social media manipulation campaigns and calls for a series of reforms from platforms, politicians, and international governing bodies. In a report released Wednesday, the Kofi Annan Commissions on Elections and Democracy in the Digital Age found the rise of social media has caused irrevocable harm to global electoral integrity and democratic institutions, and the effects may get even worse. The report, based on a year of global research and consultations with academics, policymakers, and representatives from the tech industry, calls for governments to form an international coalition, similar to those in place to tackle issues such as human trafficking or climate change, dedicated to addressing foreign meddling in elections and social media influence campaigns. It also urges governments to build an election vulnerability index to help determine which elections are ripe for interference or particularly susceptible to misinformation. It comes at a watershed moment for election security as the digital and physical worlds become increasingly intertwined for voters around the globe. In a first for U.S. elections, a Washington state district will allow its 1.2 million eligible voters to cast ballots via smartphone beginning Wednesday. The district, which encompasses the greater Seattle area, is one of the many government entities aiming to increase voter turnout by adopting new technology, though past attempts to digitize the process have been marred in controversy. 
A 2010 trial of an online voting system in the Washington, D.C. area was hacked by researchers from the University of Michigan who in 48 hours were able to compromise the server and change all of the vote tallies. Plans to roll out mobile voting to some overseas military members and citizens announced in 2018 met with outrage from the security community who described the sites as far from secure. In new and developing nations, things are much worse, the commission says. Democracies vary in their vulnerability to disinformation based on pre-existing polarization, distrust, and partisan traditional media, with new and transitional democracies in the global south being particularly vulnerable, the report says, pointing to elections in Kenya, the Philippines, and Nigeria. For the foreseeable future, elections in the democracies of the global south will be focal points for networked hate speech, disinformation, external interference, and domestic manipulation. Notably, the report calls for countries to update political advertising laws to take into account the dominance of social media platforms and their outsized impact on modern political discourse. It asks policymakers to adopt legislation clearly defining what constitutes a political ad and institute a digital cooling-off period for online political ads in the 48 hours preceding an election. It wants rules setting the minimum audience segment size for online ads, a recent subject of contention among tech companies, Google has moved to restrict micro-targeting for political ads, while Facebook defends the practice. And it asks public officials to compel platforms like Facebook and Twitter to share more data with academics and other independent third parties, and to clearly label accounts that use automation or appear to be bots or face financial penalties. The report also urges platforms to allow only candidates who have pledged to avoid deceptive campaign practices to purchase ads, a practice that Facebook has steadfastly refused to adopt. In October, Facebook doubled down on its decision to exempt politicians from its usual policies prohibiting posting misinformation and other forms of problematic content, extending the carte blanche to ads purchased by political candidates or office holders. Shortly after, Twitter elected to do the opposite, banning all political ads on the platform globally. The Kofi Annan Commission was created by the former UN Secretary General in 2018 and includes members from government, the tech sector, academia, and the media. The report aims to provide policymakers around the globe with the tools to effect change in the fast-moving and infinitely complicated tech industry. William Sweeney, a member of the Commission and former president of the International Foundation for Electoral Systems, told Wired, and he thinks the U.S. is primed to be the first. You're going to see in the United States definitively in 2021 a great deal of congressional action in this space, regardless of who wins the presidency, says Sweeney. The tipping point in the Senate and the House has clearly been reached. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.